When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Baby, the goss is here. Oh, and I'm feeling the fantasy. We're talking about P-Town. We're talking about Renaissance. And Ms. Courtney Act is in the States. Mm, plus a new couple alert. Boop, 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 boop. And the debate about the artist and fan relationship. Bitch, I said what I said. Plus, a very special tip spot from Joshua Block from the ACLU to talk about legal things and such as, and for instance. And the cave is full of, is chock full of not a soaking clock queries, quandaries about sex, relationships, and fetishes. I think it might be that time. <gasps> Should we goss? Let's goss. Gossip. M. Oh. M. Mom. Welcome back for another steaming, steaming, golding, serving of gossip. This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip and politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's get into some hot gossip. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Is that, was that Chi-Chi's Chi-Chi Bob? Oh my God, I love it. Uh, not as much as I love how much you're getting around the globe. You were in P-Town? Yes, P-Town. Did you, do a, did you premiere a new hour show? Did they see Red? Uh, this was a sort of, you know, intimate town hall performance. It was me and Jeremy and a grand piano. Oh, piano a and a giant, puss. A okay. giant um, bottle of Rush Poppers. It was great. It was wonderful. I love that. Did you padam padam? Um, uh, yes. I Yes, they did request it. And so we did a little of it. I love that. Uh, did you get let loose? Uh, oh, absolutely. Let loose. Now, <laughs> was the, Pound Cake there? Yes, we were driving to the venue to go to sound check, and there was, you know, they have like the sort of the bicycle, like bicycle cab, pedicab, rickshaw, yes. uh, driven by you know these impossibly hot young men, straight I mean, people that know where their bread is buttered, girl, uh, for sure. And in the back of one of these cabs was Lil Pound Cake. And so I rolled the window down and I was like, what the fuck? It turns out she was our lighting designer and she <laughs> came dressed in full little pound cake regalia and was really sweet and uh, chased us around on a <laughs> down the street. Look like, what you did, bitch. Look what you've done. <laughs> Look what you've done. That must feel good that a character you created is so beloved by so many people. Yeah, it's pretty fierce. It really is. Now, how was the dick doc? Do you ever go to P-Town? Do you ever go to P-Town? I went once and I was invited not to come back after my performance. What did you do? I climbed... Wherever I was performing had, like, these balconies that were, like, stacked up upon each other, like, three stories or four stories high. And I climbed up, like, two or three of them from, like, the pool deck and, like, did some of my number from, like, two or three stories up. And they were like, you can't do that. You're never coming back. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't want to come back anyway. Y'all stole my poppers when I got on the plane. How many years ago was this? This was like 2014, maybe, or 15. I think that I think time has healed the wounds. Well, I if, think they'd have you back. If someone would like to book me, I will happily go back. Um, I would like a full tour of the Dick Doc. Did you happen to get directions for it? You know what? No. No? You just it's ended up not, there? It, it, for a lot of reasons, the, those sort of public, sort of things it just it it's too much it's too much stimulation it's too many things to look at and deal with and like all in real time it's like 
it that doesn't turn me on. Also, standing up doesn't turn me like I have to like lay down. It has to be comfortable. It's just too I have much. To not, I have to not be able to get arrested by the police and written a ticket for being there. Like all of these things. Plus, I am also recognizable from Drag Race. People don't really often want you know their favorite queen from Drag Race there while they're trying to like have sex in public mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, it just is a different frequency. So no, I, I've never gone to the Dick Dog. I've never even seen it. But you know, maybe someday. Well, I'll you'll smell it before it. you can see it. First of all, I heard some uh, of Dipper's friends go. Speaking of delicious smells, Courtney mm-hmm. Act is in the, in the country, mm-hmm. and you got to see Beyonce in Atlanta with Courtney. I'm so jealous. Uh, where was I? I must have been. We wanted you to come, but you, you, you had a gig, yeah, and you couldn't. Um, but we were there the first night of Atlanta, and it did not rain. It was beautiful weather. Um, it, it's the best thing I've ever seen on a stage, honestly. She was really? so phenomenally talented. She flies in the fucking air. She has a mirrored silver horse, which doesn't cut up her inner thighs somehow. Her daughter is not far behind her. You could tell she's going to be like oh, a phenomenal talent. And looks just like her, can dance. Like, everybody on that stage looked... You could tell everybody was having a great time. The whole audience was like... And Beyonce said that our night of Atlanta, that we won... Look around, everybody, on mute. That we won because we were the mutest stadium out of all of them. So we did that, Atlanta. If you went on the 11th, I salute you, bitch. Um, this is what I saw a video of uh, Trinity K. Bonet in the car and she was like, okay, everyone. Now, when she says everybody on mute, do not talk. Don't, don't stop. Don't sing. Stop. Mm-hmm. Be, be, this is the gig. This is the gig, the gig right? This yeah, is this is it. Be quiet. He was. I mean, look at this guy. You see that sign? This guy walked around. Look around, around everybody. <laughs> Before the show, this wonderful man with... um. What was he wearing? He was wearing he was wearing a silver Renaissance outfit, great big smile, cornrows. He said he had this big sign that said, Look around, everybody on mute. And he was just letting everybody know and reminding them because some people they don't know. And they're like, Yeah. What and you song hear is it. it from? It's from um Energy. I think Thick Energy. Okay, work. It's the one T. S. Madison's on. Work. Um isn't she? She's on Cozy. Oh. Different one. Um, but she was there, too. She was there the next night. It was so much fun. Uh, I we heard it's incredible, and I'm going to try to go see it somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Like, don't... this got to see her. This is kind of like a performance where we're going to be talking about it in, like, 20 years. Like, oh, have you seen... Be- yeah, I saw Renaissance. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it's was so good. cultural the, moment. The outfits that people were in, you saw the guys coming and, like, in one outfit, and then they're like, okay, now that I'm in my seat, I'll strip down to this jock strap and get my hole out. It was like that. These... It, and... Beers, they were um, not getting kicked out. It was, it was fully allowed. The gay was embraced. It was... <laughs> It was just wonderful to see. Nobody kicked, nobody got kicked out for vaping in my area, but they were definitely kicking people out of the floor. They were like, uh, let us see your tickets after they got in when like Oops. they saw nobody was sitting wherever. Oops. Yeah. It was it was an event. It was so good. And then we went to BJ Roosters after, or I did, because Miss Courtney got tired and she had a gig at market day. So she said she couldn't go to the fucking strip club. Wow. Well, I mean it, she let you do your thing. It's an improvement of the last time she went and she gave all the money to the strippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> Weren't you there? Wait, for all that? our merch money. Remember, she gave all the tips that we made in Atlanta <laughs> to the strippers. <laughs> That's a party foul, bitch. It really was. She got, she got taken away like a slot machine. Yeah. One of the things about Renaissance is I had to tell Courtney that she had to have a clear bag because she was going to bring her little fanny pack. I was like, bitch, in America, you need a clear bag to go to concerts. And a lot of people, if you go, if you haven't been to a concert of this level or something, you don't know what to do. And you're like, my purse, what the fuck do I do with it? You know, do yeah. I go to a store and grab a Ziploc bag or what do I do? Um, what do you do with your fucking purse? Yeah, I don't, you have to be prepared. I, hid, I saw people throwing lockers, shit in bushes. But they fell oh, yeah? fast, yeah. Oh, okay. I hid my purse in a Same bush thing in the once. bathhouse. Yeah? Uh, 
at the Lady Gaga launch of House Labs, they weren't allowing like oh, any, yeah. anything. And it was like a Gucci purse. And I was like, what am I going to do? So I went and hid it in a bush. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we Ubered there. We could have put it in the car, you know? This is why you need wigs with trap doors in them, bitch. Those Mama, are also bushes. The door Steve Harvey has opened. Honey, well, uh, I would like to take you on over to the Rainbow Baby and so you yeah. can taste, so you can taste, taste some... Um, taste it. This is a, a musical offering by the Perry Twins. And it's sure. re- the remix Unfollow. Yes, let's Which, take a listen. You and me, we fit together designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, Love that seller sync. 
They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Boop, 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 boop. Everybody on mute. This is our TS Spotlight of the Week. <laughs> TS Spotlight, honey. <laughs> the Spotlight. Randomly. Listen, P-Town. Okay, for me. For me. We went two years ago, Jeremy and I. And, you know, it was pandemic. We were just sort of, we went in, we did the show, and we were out. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame, because you tan up so nice and so easily. All it takes Mama. is a little sun. This time we scheduled in a day to like we're gonna like do p-town i love that and honey i'm convinced now i like it i really quite like it and and such random magical things happen like i ran into amanda lapore just (gasps) she was in one of those fucking bicycle cabs what a blessing everyone is in a bicycle cab um uh, but yeah, so we got to like say hi and hang out for a little bit. I basically just gushed that the, she's so iconic and so gorgeous. I mean, like, you you can't, I can't believe that she exists. Like, look at her. I'm stupefied every time someone like her knows who I am randomly. I'm like, why? Yeah. I, I just like introduce myself every time just to be safe. But she, it's so strange that an icon like that, that like, I grew up on my walls because she was like a David LaChapelle. Like she was in some Samsung ad and I pasted it to my wall in high school or something. And like just knowing that she knows, it's crazy. And then she wants a picture or like she's gorgeous. She's art. She's living, walking art. And she's nice. She's really nice. She's really sweet. I, I I was telling her that I love that interview she did on a talk show, I don't know, in the 90s or something. And she was like, yeah. I just, I sleep all day and then I, I get ready and then I go to the club and I go dancing and that's my job. <laughs> and everyone was like so scandalized. Yeah. I'm, I mean, she's, Love she's her. the one. Now we have uh, a new couple. La Una. La Una. <gasps> we have a new couple. Yes, right? it is. <gasps> oh, uh-huh. Red hot couple Red. alert. Monica Beverly Hills revealed her man on Instagram this week. Ooh, and baby, <laughs> baby, I would not have tagged because this is business that she wants to keep because this is some better business you right here. Be careful posting up your man. You really do. You really. These cuts out here will try to swoop. Swoop de doo, honey. They will try to swoop de doo. I mean, but in matters of love, Josh knows um, knows about the the stakes and and the risks because he was on The Bachelorette on season eleven, and he's already got a booming Instagram and I assume fan site of some sort. Mm-hmm. Because I would sign up, baby, just looking at ugh, this man. He is passionate for this woman. He loves Miss Monica. You could tell. Um, and who her. wouldn't? Who wouldn't? And I hope he has a great big giant soaking clock for her. Uh, (laughs) A 12-inch clock. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, with Uh, the perpetual date adjust, honey. (laughs) Like the Rollies, honey. Uh, Absolutely. We wish them so much happiness. Um, We do. I would love you shady cunts try to swoop to do. Just stay out of his business. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. We have some controversy stirring up from Miss Doja Cat because she's released new music and much of the conversation was around her new single that had to do with a relationship with her fans. And she's been noted to say that she doesn't love her fans because she doesn't even know y'all. She keeps it very, like, separate. (laughs) That's so fierce to me. Which I get because somebody was saying, like, something like a fan name or something and she's like... If that's what y'all call yourself, you're not my real fans because that's what, not what I didn't authorize that. They wanted Something to like by kittens. Kitty? Kittens? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know y'all. <laughs> she said it. The I'm first, supposed to love you. I've never met you. The first line of her new song, yes. Paint the Town Red, is actually, 
Bitch, I said what I said. <laughs> she's not. She has no illusions that she's going to be like some beloved, um, here for the heart, music of my heart, Meryl Streep moment. She's not. She's not here to make friends. She's here to make music. And honestly, as an artist, I think that we should just respect that and not try to be her friend. Because well, that that leads to the question: Do you think the artist and the fans have to have a you know a loving you know relationship with one another, or can you just be a fan and appreciate the the things the artist makes, and let that be that, and be like, yeah, she probably hates me, so I'm gonna. <laughs> but her music's good. Her music's great. I just i i i'd prefer if somebody pretended that they cared about the people that put them in the position where they are just pretend better than pretending actually actually caring about it i mean you can't be be everybody's best friend but like it's just on like a human decency level of just being like nice to people i feel like goes a long way and maybe that's because i'm from pennsylvania me too we were raised right i haven't always lived up to that in my life but at this point in my life right now i'm like I I appreciate that someone would, you know, come up and say, "Oh, I like what you do." What's what's wrong with that? That's nice. Yeah, I would think so. We um, don't have paparazzi chasing it. She's in a different scenario. I mean, we yeah. don't have paparazzi running us running after us in cars. I have little pound cake running after me on a bike. <laughs> we had that but one time in different. Mexico. Those people were running after our car, and then they fell down, and the girl had blood on her face, and she got up and kept running. Remember that? When you were a DJ in Mexico, they ran after that our happened. car. Yes. They I were running after that. our car. It was great. I, I never felt so that. famous. I mean, I get this with it was, um, the, it was the blood. The blood. Um, I get that um that an artist would uh be uh an artist like her has so like I know when I sometimes accidentally stumble into the comments, which I, I don't normally do. Um <laughs> <laughs> you all, you remember the negative and the negative finds a way to get through yeah. to you and stick with you. And with her, she's like a million more times known than, than uh, a, a, a drag queen usually. So like I could see that getting to her mentally, like the more negatives and like, oh, I shaved my head and I'm posting pictures with all my um with with my skin problems or whatever. Like she just is she trying to turn people off from her so she can just be left alone? I don't I mean, know. I mean, it I, just, I, I can't, it, you know. It feels weird because I know that this was my dream was to be known for like making art and doing stuff. And like, it, did she not want that? Does she just want to be a producer? Does she not want to be the talent anymore? Because this is what comes with being the talent. She's also fucking young and is probably she? doesn't know. She's Man, really young. 20. She's like 25, I think. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I think just enjoy the music and know that she you know she bitch she's a cow <laughs> and give her give her some distance um uh, god bless 27 her. I just, she's 27 i just think of lady gaga and i'm like i'm just so like the fact that she is so like nice and like kind of just like a, a, like a kind person makes me like like her so much more and like her music even so much more like knowing that there's just like a kind of nice person in there is is appealing to me for me yeah once you've met gaga's parents you can kind of realize like what she came from and and why she's you know they're normal people too sure she's nice and i feel like her default has always been kindness absolutely kindness punk honey yeah honey i love the planet fucking chromatiqua darling i think that's on the way to glamtron isn't it it is. Yeah. I think we should. I think we should go there now. Actually, so we're gonna have to wrap this up. Yeah, let's take a quick little break. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, Never Frozen meals are dietitian approved 
and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the factors? I've loved the factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me actually for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like you have 35 different things to choose from every week and they're all different and they it's like, I love the, I love the variety. Because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, ladies. All right. Break out that Olivia Newton-John backing track. Go with the OLJ. We have a benefit in town, and this is going to benefit a lot of people. You're going to get some knowledge. We have... Um, Honey, this, share the knowledge. This girl, she she watched the Pelican Brief three times and said, I'm going to be a lawyer. My name is Darby Shaw, and Cynthia Nixon will be my best friend. I'm wearing Pelican Briefs right now. You know. we, this is a very special tip spot today, a political mm-hmm. tip spot. We are fusing Let's Get Political and our tip spot mm-hmm. for a very special guest. So uh, as you know, back in April, our podcast network worked with Play Nashville and a bevy of beauties to put on a, a large fundraising event called Drag is Good. Good. And we were able to raise about $80,000, of which $60,000 went to the ACLU in Tennessee and the National ACLU Drag Defense Fund. Mm-hmm. You know. So now we're bringing on a guest to talk about a bit more about the work that the ACLU is doing and the fight for queer rights today and where that other twenty grand went. <laughs> it went to local organizations. Mm-hmm. Local wigs. <laughs> <laughs> He's a senior staff attorney with the National ACLU Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, and HIV Projects. It's Joshua Block. Yes. How's it going, Joshua? It's great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for being on the show. So, girl, what do you do at the ACLU? So many things. <laughs> what I'm does a- ACLU stand for, too, for those that don't know? Because um, I know, like, three of the letters. Yeah. <laughs> Which three? Uh, American, American Civil, Civil Liberties Union. There you go. Yep. Did I win? That, you got yes, yes. Ding, ding, what do ding, I ding, win? Ding. Do Your I win rights. some money? Do Many I challenges don't count for anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so yes, you. What do you do over there at the ACLU? You do a lot of things. I I do a lot of suing people. Uh, you Ooh. know where <laughs> we we do a lot of things here. We have litigious. Uh, comms team we have a lobbying team we have grassroots organizing i'm i'm one of the more boring people here i i you know file legal papers and stand up in court um and so i I like it but uh (laughs) it's always fun to to sue people especially if you're gonna win uh Mm because we we represent uh good causes um including uh, for decades and decades and decades we've been on the uh, cutting edge of protecting lgbtq people now, we're usually more libidinous than we are litigious, but um, the libidinous? drag defense... Libidinous. Isn't like, that a word? libido. Yes. Wait, I think... Right. I'm pretty sure it's a word. Uh, well, but okay. What? So, we, we were <laughs> we re- all... We, we represent that, too. We de- we defend your right to be libidinous, also. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank Sodomy in Texas so and all these things. Good. Exactly. 
So we know that there uh, there were so many headlines about the drag bans happening in Tennessee. So what is the latest from out of Tennessee? What's going on now? <laughs> yeah. So so in Tennessee, um, a lawsuit was brought um, actually not by us, by uh, another community organization um, and got uh, the law enjoined. The court said you can't enforce it. You can't enforce it against anyone. Uh, so, so as of now, you know, drag is, drag is still illegal in Tennessee. Um, these laws have been passed in other places in Florida, in Texas, in North Dakota. Um, and, and what's sort of tricky about these laws is they're really designed to have a big chilling effect. Uh, so you're not really allowed to know what exactly is what prohibited and what isn't prohibited. They, it's sort of phrased in these broad ways that, um, you know, it could be just interpreted to, you know, prohibit just, you know, nudity around around minors. Uh, but it's crafted in such a way we know is drafted to target drag queens uh, and drag shows. Uh, so everyone it instills fear uh, in the community, regardless of whether it's being enforced against you or not. Yeah, yes. it does. Some of the girls in tech in Nashville that we were talking to were like, can we drive to work and drag? Like, is that illegal if a kid can see us through a window of a car? Like, do we get in trouble if we're wearing a lash? Like, and what is drag? Like, can our trans friends be like harassed? And I I just thought it was a, a backdoor effort to like outlaw trans people too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to cut that off at the past, which you guys did in um Tennessee. Are we do is there anything we can do to help in North Dakota or Texas, or is that ship sailed? Oh no no! What we're uh, the Texas? There's going to be a, a court hearing in in two weeks or so on that. Um, and well, we we'll need a cocktail dress. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I I really think that the most that can be helped. It's not just in the courts. It's it's in you know public awareness. It's in the the legislatures. It's community organizing. Uh, you know, I I think that is just as crucial to to winning uh, these fights because. These laws aren't passed to stand up in court. They're, they're passed to intimidate people. And it's no coincidence right. that the same folks passing these laws are the same folks trying to take books about us out of the school libraries, out of the public libraries. Um, you know, it's a it's a, a attempt to sort of erase us from from public life and and just being here and saying, no, we're going to tell our stories. Um, we are as uh, much a part of the community as anyone else. I, it, that's sort of some of the biggest resistance we can have. Um, why, why is there the sudden influx of these laws right now from people? Is it like to distract people to make them think that their children are being come for by us? Is it because it's an election year? What's the sudden like brouhaha about drag queens for? Um, Any- there's, there's like a moral panic going on in the country, right? And it's not just about, it's not just about drag queens. It's about, you know, calling all gay people groomers. It's about like these anti-woke laws that, and, and this moral panic has sort of gripped the base of the Republican political party. Uh, So they don't care. They used to care if big businesses said, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, can I say that? What, what the, okay, fuck, fuck. What the (laughs) fuck are you doing? Um, uh, and they would say, oh yeah, we don't want to like pass these crazy laws that are going to make like businesses want to open up here. And now they don't care. They do, they do what, uh, what like Ben Shapiro or, you know, QAnon tells them to do. And, and, you know, I, I like to say, uh, we have a democracy problem in these States. They're so gerrymandered and so not responsive to the popular voters that they're passing these laws that are not popular. Banning drag right. queens. People love drag queens. It is. It is. These are unpopular laws. Um, and 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 I guess the other thing is, these are. I, I just want. I have my uh, T Rex for trans rights T shirt on right now. Mm. That you know we're in court with Tennessee for like banning healthcare for trans kids and all of these places it's you know they're going after trans kids at the same time they're going after drag queens or you know queer uh, people in general and it, it's a real assault out, out there wasn't ben shapiro the teacher in ferris bueller's day off ben oh that, that's um ben, ben stein, stein. Ben oh, never stein. i was like he's a bad guy now i liked oh. him he was a good game show host he Wrong actually then might be. I mean, he's he's uh he is some 
he's very he's right of center. Um, uh, That's ideologically. What I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard she is a little, you know, that yeah. way. Yeah, uh, that was a good layup. The um, the so these bills. So what what the ACLU kind of does? So like some bullshit bill gets passed, and y'all say no, 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 Miss Henton. The ACLU then fights it in court, and then hopefully overturns it. This is the process. So like, why if it's if it can be overturned in court? Why are these things being voted into law in the first place? Is it a distraction or is it an exhaustion tactic or it's, you know, it's like signaling to their base that that they, you know, hate, hate or, or, or want to suppress queer people. Um, it's so also for us. It's they're also want the they want to change the law. You know, I that. Last year, or maybe it's a, a time stopped for me, the Supreme Court took away the right to abortion. That's been a fundamental right protected for 50 years. And when they did that, they basically said, pass all these laws that are unconstitutional under current doctrine, and maybe, maybe we'll, you know, change the law. And so it really has been open season for legislatures to just pass laws that they know under current, you know, Supreme Court precedent don't have any chance because they think that they have an audience at the Supreme Court that's just going to change the law when it gets to them. Uh, right. So just throw everything at us, see what, if any of the unconstitutional bills stick. Um, that's the game plan, really. It's crazy. They're just trying to like inundate with all these things. So maybe we won't know which ones to fight. But is there anything we should be paying particular attention to? Like, what's the biggest battle for trans and queer rights happening now that like you need feet on the ground or eyes or ears on something? Well, you know, thankfully, the legislative sessions in the states have have largely ended. It was real. It was a real mess for, for the first six months of this year. Um, I, you know, I, I would say you know, just right now, I, I sort of can't emphasize too much the the situation that these families with trans kids are 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 in that they're making plans to flee their home states uh, with these laws going into effect. I know that there's still um, North Carolina and Ohio are still on the verge of possibly passing these laws. Um, but we all need you to come around when uh, the legislature reopens again because you know, this doesn't start with us suing in court. It starts with us telling these legislatures we are going to sue in court if you pass the law the way it is. And um, we, we stopped a lot of laws from being passed in the first instance, which is sort of that that's much better uh, than, than suing after the fact. Mm hmm. Yeah. How can we uh, how can we and how can our listeners help uh, the ACLU? Well, you can donate to the Drag Defense Fund. You can become a member of the ACLU. You can uh, join like our grassroots teams. You can contact your local affiliate. We are a national organization, but we also have affiliates in all 50 states doing work on the ground with community organizing, uh, you know, showing up at school boards and saying, you know, no, you can't, you know, take a book about gay penguins out of the library or no, you can't ban drag queen story hour. Um, yeah. And, and, and Hey, we, we have a lawsuit uh, against a, a small town in Southern Utah where they just refuse to issue a permit for, you know, a drag, uh, drag shows. Uh, and so this isn't just in state houses. This is just like in your local governments. Um, you know, there's, there's all sorts of uh, attempts to, to silence us. So I think getting engaged on the ground level and also, you know, I, I, I'm here saying, yay, donate to the ACLU, but also there are a ton of other like great organizations uh, that also do this work. We don't, we don't do it by ourselves. And so I really supporting like local groups on the ground is, is always a good thing to do. Well, thank you for it. joining us today and thank you for doing really important work and uh, and helping us understand it a little bit more. Thank so, you. Thank you. All. We appreciate you. Yeah. Oh Where can God. we find you on the internet? Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I do have Or should a... we not look? <laughs> no, you can... no, 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 no. I, I, I... <laughs> or have I, I found I... you and I just didn't know? I am on, I, I am on Twitter or X uh or blue sky is it uh, an alt it's uh, a 
my handle is Josh A Block. Um, I if you just like really like dorky jokes and references to the never ending story. Uh, a tray, honey. Um, uh, no, I yes, 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 baby. I, um, no, it's very. I re. I showed it to my kids, uh, and uh, again, like I already showed it to my older one. We have little orange necklaces, but he got mm-hmm. the older one got very upset that the younger one kept misgendering Atreo. Um, Thank but, you. Yes, yeah, the so you know mm-hmm. he's very into. The, the, well, the, nobody can find Falker's balls either. We don't know what she is or I, they are. I, they've looked. They <laughs> might be one of those af- amorphous ones that can procreate on their own too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, we don't I know. see that. I see that. Um mm-hmm. so. Falker is gender neutral, I think. Uh thank you so much for coming on our little pod. Um we have some jello shots waiting out back. They're melted. We but do. um yeah, we're yes. we're gonna give you them for free. The fridge is broken. Tony. Mm-hmm. It's not drinking ice. and driving if it's jello, because that's gelatin. That's a food. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. There's your car. Thank you. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? In the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! It's that special time of the day where we like to get our asses up in this cave and we go spelunking, unking, unking, deep, deep inside the DM. This first message comes from John. I bet you know a lot of John. Can I tell you a secret? He's not really my uncle. <laughs> Why don't you read it for us? From John, dear Laskly, Willie, and Dippy, I obviously know that Willem, you are a successful drag queen and not some bitch who has to show for a dollar. Ooh. Wow. Because I have a TV, I have seen your ass kicked off kicked on every major network know you were an actress on boston public with loretta divine and our daytime digital drama series emmy named emmy nominated sag member i have a question about the strike i've noticed other queens on the picket line bob monet jinx della are these queens also members of sag or just supporting their peers are there any other drag race queens who are in sag what would it take for drag queens to realistically start a union, and who do you think could help spearhead it? Included a pick from my first time cruising for helpful priority boarding. Thank you, my queens. John. Okay, I'm worried because he's kneeling on a public restroom floor. Girls, some of these girls get into this. Okay, but uh, put put down a toilet seat cover or something. Girl, I... W- One for each knee. I know uh, some. I mean, some some people just love the thrill of like a bathroom. He's scenario. cavalier, cavalier it's with his cock hunt. Very cavalier. She's bending down, and a hand is kindly reaching underneath the stall um, partition. John's this always is, dependent on the kindness of strangers. This isn't one of those um, Delta Sky Clubs that it goes all the way to the floor. No, there is a nice uh, wood grain paneling it seems yeah it is it, this is a high-end bathroom listen yeah. i mean uh, and some people just love to fucking lay on a fucking public restroom floor that's part of the excitement of it i've seen some girls get in the trough uh, really you saw me i mean <laughs> you, who, who was that girl it was it was at the fault line and it was the night one of the go-go boys in got the, the trough in the trough oh mama the urinal was... cake would be the problem for me <laughs> I love this stall. It was it was more of a, a compote than a cake. A compote, yeah. Uh, John what is, was the question? <laughs> John wants to know about 
SAG members who are drag queens. Um, yeah, who are in SAG. He does want to know about a drag union. Um, there's been some talk about reality show unions and drag unions and all these things. I don't know if drag unions could necessarily work because what's suitable for one girl's pay rate may not be suitable for another girl's pay rate. And like you have to you have to figure out what are we fighting for exactly with this union? Are we fighting the people that gave us the biggest opportunity in the world to get better treatment from them? Or are we fighting the clubs that have given us opportunities for years to get more money out of them, which may not even exist, you know? I don't know what what kind what you would want for a union of drag queens, John. But it would be very. Um, it would have a. It would have a, a lot of different stipulations for a lot of different people. You we know, all brought up the point. Uh, queens don't want a union because you got to show up to work on time and you got to not oh. drink. Yeah, <laughs> drag, what queens, said. drag queen story hour would be like forty two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's D. Look who it, it is. is. I'd it like is to ver- comment on the state of the union. Corbelina. It is Corbelina. Yeah. Corbelina Actington is here in the United States. In these United States. What are you doing here? Um, um, well, I was having a queer old time up in Northern California. I did a little market days gig yeah. and went to a little Lisbon, Beyonce Berlin. with Willem. Just a little Beyonce. Beyonce. And then thought I'd come via my old home of Los Angeles. Do you think drag queens should unionize? Look, I've th- we've often. I don't think it's a bad idea. I definitely think reality TV should unionize, and mm. I bet I bet like um, SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild were like, huh, maybe we should have had a reality television union, and that would give like a whole lot more power to the SAG-AFTRA strike if they yeah. couldn't make unscripted right now. Yeah, right. There'd be there'd be nothing. There'd be nothing. <laughs> there'd be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be reruns, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, how a, How about? Um. Do you want to hear our next letter? Oh yeah, sure. Oh. Do you want to read our next letter? Sure. Brian. Your voice is so soothing. Should I do it in my uh, American. my American, my best generic American? Yeah. From From generic Brian. Him. Hey, Alaska, Willem, and Big Dipper, and Corbelina Actington. I was wondering if you can help me with a little relationship problem. For the last year, I've been in a long... this character? (laughs) (laughs) This problem. (laughs) That's how you get into the accent. More Carrie, less Samantha. (laughs) Uh, um, Well, I could do a Southern Belle if you prefer. (laughs) Sweet, sweet magnolias and kisses. Uh, um, For the last year, I've been in a long-distance relationship with a guy I met through work. Because of schedules... Oh, this has got got me too written on it. Because of work schedules, we haven't been able to meet in real life yet. Oh, but we'll be in a few months. Well, the issue I'm having right now is that in a few weeks, I go on a business trip to Chicago and stay a few extra days for a little relaxation. Of course, I had to visit Boys Town and spent a little time at Cell Block. After more than a few drinks, I ended up visiting the back room with another bar patron and, well... We did some stuff. I'm conflicted about sharing this info with the long-distance boyfriend, who you've never met, as he can be a little prudish about sex. Obviously, I'm not. Hang on, I need to take a... (sighs) I was out the back pumping iron in Willem's gym and I've come in all puffed. Pumping doll. Yeah. Uh, we've never set any boundaries with our relation, what our relationship looks like, so I don't know if I should take this situation seriously or just forget about it. Any help would be appreciated. Thanks. Friend of the pod since the very beginning, Brian with a Y. Okay. I know what my advice is. Yeah. What? Uh, you haven't even met yet. So... I don't think you have to disclose anything, you know, specifically about what. I mean, you went to a bar and you had some, you know, action. That's fine. You guys haven't even met yet. Like, you don't have to, like, explain yourself. That being said, I think it will be important to have the conversation of, like, well, you know, sometimes I like to slut around. And that's going to be part of our situation. Also, um, I guess if they've had like some sort of relationship talk where they're exclusive, then I guess that would be a breach of trust. But but they haven't. She no. said we don't. Oh, we okay. haven't. 
Oh, in that case. Long distance relationships make sense to me if you've met in person and then you decide to do it. But if you haven't, it's just a figment in my head. But until it's real, until somebody's touched my butt. Maybe Brian was projecting uh, their long distance lover onto the said patron of uh, Cell Block. Oh. Maybe she, Maybe they were fantasizing about their lover and, and practicing, working up their talents. So when they finally do meet, she'll know exactly what to do. Very black uh-huh. mirror. Mm. And you have no guarantee that, like, it's going to be popping off chemistry-wise when you do meet in person. Like, Never. That's, like, that's pheromones and that's a chemical thing that you don't even know yet. Mm. So you don't. You don't owe them anything, but if you are going to continue a relationship, you should ha- just have a conversation about like, well, is it okay if I fuck people in the back room on the bathroom floor in the yeah. trough? Yeah. And remember that you're Brian with a Y. So the Y is already in there. You don't need to explain yourself to anybody. I'm wow. asking why. There why? you go. I'm ready. Our to next I'm- message yeah. comes uh-huh. from N. Actually, before we talk about N, I'm going to leave because I'm going to meet the Pumping gorgeous Adore Delano for a little lunchington in West Hollywood. Oh, oh wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Have a great time and tell her I said hi. Bianca Del Rio you. is cooking armadillo for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> she will not be present, but perhaps we'll FaceTime her and Darian in. I love that. Yeah. Bye, Dips. Uh, Bye, Alaska. Love bye, you guys. Stunning. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> I'll see you Goodbye. at the studio. This next message comes from N. Would you like to take it or should I? It's a big one. I know. I'll I'll read a little of it and then you then I'll I'll tag you in. Okay. Then we'll press the she emergency button. <laughs> <laughs> hey doll, hey dolls, sexy dipper, and any esteemed guests or disgraced guests. Hmm. Latoya Jackson, everyone. <laughs> I rarely used Sniffies, more of a grinder kind of gal. Sniffies has always felt more like you'd smell farts during sex. Anyway, I tried Sniffies and had a weird experience. This hot guy asked me to come over after the usual number of questions and figure out figuring out who the hell is hosting. I go over to his place and he was weird when he answered the door. He told me he had a fetish and just to forewarn me when I walked in. He was into balloons, a lunar as the official term for this. I thought, why the hell not? Because I used sniffies and was feeling like throwing caution to the wind. I walked in and, yep, balloons all over. (laughs) He wanted me to fuck him while he fucked a balloon. I said, sure, because I was horny and he had a nice body. It was weird because he had to blow it up only so much so it wouldn't pop and he had a preferred color. I would, I wonder what color it is. I fucked him good and he did come on the balloon. I was, it was odd because he tried to hump the balloon a few times, but that worked out okay because he was doing a lot of the work and I had put in effort by driving over. I guess I have questions after this experience. Do you want to read them, Willem? Number one, what the fuck? Number two, have any of you, including Dipper or Disgraced Guests, done a balloon or been with a lunar? Number three, if not, would you? Number four, what's your weird kinks? It's okay to have producers on Drag Race or being on a season for all winners. Okay, now she's getting personal. He, number five, he liked bottoming and dick, but also balloons. So is his sexual orientation still gay? Would it be like an aromantic pan balloon thing? I don't understand the math. Can you all calculate? Number six. If you, ask if, <laughs> if you ask if I'd do it again, the answer is yes, because he had a nice ass and it's a fun story. Maybe I'll bring him over a happy birthday balloon to come on. Here's my dick. <laughs> Love you all. Um, okay. N. We'll start with the questions. What the fuck? Well, well I've, I have heard of Lunars, but only Jamie Lunar on the television program Aaron Spelling's Savannah. I've heard of the Lunar Module. Oh, also a lunar. You're correct. Now, but, have, no, this I, is spelled L-O-O-N-E-R. I've honestly never heard of this. And I I'm pre- I feel like I'm pretty aware of, you know, things out there. I've I, heard of I, it. You know, yeah. Calpurnia showed me some videos. Of looning? Ballooning? Uh-huh. Balloon, balloon Balloona. fucking. It was stuff that we were going to put on the porno beat down years ago. This is my baby, Balloona. You can't have him at DragCon. You're not allowed to have helium. Libidinous. <laughs> Courtney, yeah. are you back, bitch? What the fuck? Have you ever been with a ballooner dipper? 
I have not. I know have you done one, one guy in Arizona who um, really he likes to hump balloon. Uh, sorry, uh, pool floaties. Okay. Like sure. he blows them up really, really big, and the ones that you can kind of ride—they look like dolphins or like mm-hmm. hot dogs or pizzas. Like there's ones with cup holders. You should try them. Yeah, and he has yeah. like a whole robust OnlyFans page about it. Hmm. See, I, this to me—I mean, your your letter N seems really judgmental. I mean, this is a very as fetishes go. This is so harmless. Tepid. Yeah, it's so it doesn't like, take so, a lot of work innocuous and even you said you would do it again so what the, why are you being so fucking judgmental what the fuck he just wants to tell insane? us what a weirdo i mean i'm gonna do it again and i'm gonna fuck him again but oh my god right girl fuck you 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 put your wiener into the shit uh vortex of the human body that's fucking weird for me but go Is off it? I think I think the Greeks have been doing it for years. Those boys are playing leapfrog. Greek active or passive? I mean, as long as there's live cultures, I'm in. Oh wait, that's yogurt. Uh, fear element too, because they could pop at any time. Right, uh, it's sort of dangerous. <laughs> now, I think it's lovely. I I love learning new things. I think that's pretty great. And you know what? No, you should sort of get into it and be like, okay, well, maybe I'll bring him some balloons. He'll probably like lose his mind. He'll be so turned on, you know? Ooh, what if you, you what if you get him a balloon animal like a balloon snake and bring that over and then you put it in him? Or you can get one of the ones you wear on your head like a ninja turtle. Oh yeah, those are cute. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Okay, this is straight from the big brass. Um on the fifty six. Big brass floor. band. Mm-hmm. As some of you may have seen on this week's very Delta, Delta Work won some awards from the LA Times, which is one oh, of the largest yes. newspapers in America. She actually um, won achievements for local radio and podcast personality in three areas. The South Bay, Long Beach, South Los Angeles, Southeast Los Angeles, West Side Downtown, and East Los Angeles, and Orange County. They have Ross Dress for Less in all of those counties, so that's why she was eligible. Uh-huh. She's also been. She was nominated in Orange County. Hey, she, <laughs> I, I think the fine people at Dee Dee's Discounts knew, and they came out for her. Okay, and, and we're now thankful. The L.A. Times has opened the vo- voting for the best of the best, and the this voting ends on September third. So we're all going to vote for Delta Work today. So yes. go to latimes.com/slash best of the Southland. Mm-hmm. And let's get those votes in. I want more trophies on that desk. There's not enough things on the desk. More more objects only, to art. There's only like five statues, six cans of cookies, <laughs> four books, eight uh, purses. We <laughs> yeah, so this is now like the actual finals. That was like the semifinals in the different areas. And now they're doing one winner. Well, they're All just right. trying to get us to click. And click we will. This will be linked in our Instagram stories. Please go and check it out. We want her to win. We love winning stuff. It's great. We know she already has an Emmy, but it probably gets lonely. So we're going to focus our efforts uh, in Long Beach. So we don't want to split the vote because she is kind of nominated in different areas. Mm -hmm. So let's vote for her in the South Bay, Long Long Beach, Beach, South Los Angeles, Southeast Los Angeles category. Okay, great. Long Beach efforts. We love Delta. And honey, she's going to get that best of the best prize, honey. Because she is. I mean, and we want to thank you for being such avid listeners and listening to us tell you what to do. (laughs) I told you it was word, bitch. Uh, Thank you for listening to Hot Goss. (laughs) Why is it it sound like Courtney? Literally, Courtney's uh, Courtney's voice. Literally. Libidinous. It really does. Glittery, for sure. is her. She is AI. I knew it all along. We want to thank our very special tip spot lawyer from the ACLU, Joshua Block. Please take a moment to rate this wonderful episode and review it on your podcast app. Give it like 10 million stars. And a shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind that good pussy paywall. Mm-hmm. And a special shout out <gasps> to Kelsey from Kansas City. Hey, girl. We know you're listening. Kelsey from Kansas. Make sure Diamond to sign up. Doll. Diamond doll. Make sure to sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcast.com.
Plus, and you'll get tons of amazing programming, plus exclusive access to the all-new Hall & Closet Season 2. And guess who the guest is this week? It's Meatball! Wow, Hall & Closet Season 2. Follow us on Instagram, at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Proud, at Mom Podcasts. And please stay safe out there, everybody. And we'll be back next week with another steaming, steaming scalding, scalding, serving of Hot Gods. Hit the sleigh button, faggot. <laughs> M. Oh. M. Mom! To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? Who, me?